0: This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates from Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154, Movement Mortgage Supports Equal Housing Opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money-making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Dispirito.
1: Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Dispirito, and I'm in the studio today with Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Say what's up, Matt?
2: What's good, good morning, happy Easter everybody.
1: Hey Matt, I'm so glad to have you here. Hey, if uh, this is the first time you've ever tuned in, this show is all about real estate, buying, selling, investing, what to do. And, you know, we're in some some pretty crazy times right now, but there's a lot of positive, awesome things going on. And this show is about making and, and, and doing and providing you with solutions from some of the top names in the industry. And that's what we're gonna do here. That's what we're gonna do here today. Um, so we're so happy to be here with you. Now, listen, if you have any questions, I'm going to jump into this real quick before a segment about how you know, COVID is affecting real estate, okay? You can simply go to our website, dispiritoteam.com, okay? And what I want you to do is I want you to click on resources. And under the resources tab on the top, you can click COVID-19, okay? Now, realtors are going virtual out there, And uh, a lot of times what we're doing is we're taking buyers out virtually first. If they like a home, then we make arrangements to take them in. We take all the proper precautions, gloves, masks. We don't open stuff. We sanitize, disinfect afterwards, and and so forth. So if you have any questions on that, go to despiritoteam.com and you can go ahead and check resources, COVID-19, and you're going to see all the information there. Feel free to reach out to us if you have further questions about buying or selling right now. Um, So let's jump back into what we're talking about today. Again, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. I'm Emilio Desperado with the Disparito team at HomeSmart. And uh, first things first, okay. I want to talk about this, Matt. I know you're in the same mindset, bro. You are dressed, you're ready. You know, you're dressed to impress every day. You're ready to go out. You've got the mindset, even though you're working from home that, This is business as usual. And I know people are going to jump through the screen or jump through the the radio and say, what are you talking about? It's not. But you have to have that mindset, I think, when you're in an essential type of field. You know, our grocery workers have that mindset. Our truck drivers have that mindset. Our policemen, our nurses, our doctors, some of the most important people out there have that mindset, right? Yes, sir. Right? So I want to share a couple of things that have been working for our team and I'm curious to hear because you're a top-producing mortgage broker. I'm curious to hear, you know, what your mindset is, Matt. How are you? How are you keeping your clients on track, your realtors on track? What are you doing right now?
2: Well, for me, I think uh, a lot of the time, you know, this 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 uh, this pandemic and how it's changed my business has forced me to relook at, you know, what was imp- what I was doing that was important and what I was doing that was a waste of time or distracting. Um, before the pandemic, yeah. and a lot of the distracting things that were coming up in my life, personally and professionally, all go away because we have to be quarantined and stay stay in the house. Mm-hmm. So, like spending unnecessary time doing unnecessary things. Now, I don't I, I don't have that ability to do that right now because I, I have to be at home, or um, you know, uh, going to an unnecessary lunch or whatever, socializing, networking, and things like that. I mean, that's how There's we all got difference. to know each other but now it's just it's just laser laser focused on the actual workload which laser is focus. which which is helping clients get qualified for financing if they don't qualify at the moment because of a layoff or a credit issue it's working with them to be able to get qualified in the future once yeah. this once this economic uh, turn takes it takes it goes goes up from the from the down slope that it's at right now i mean those are the things that are really really uh, uh, uh our elements towards producing and, 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 and doing a good job, um, you know, going to lunch with an attorney or, or, or whatever, or a networking event or something that doesn't get the job done. That's uh, a kind of, in my opinion right now, wasted <laughs> time and energy. So, you know, that's not happening anymore. And so now it's just no. focusing right on the deals and doing the job that it's supposed to be, you know?
1: So no trips to the Capitol Grill right now or no trips to McDonald's or wherever it is you go from (laughs) here to here. But Matt, I'm with you 100%. Um, I got to tell you, you know, so our motto is this, is uh, BAU, business as usual on the Despirito team. And we are, you know, and, and we're going at it, obviously taking precautions but we are now laser focused, like you said, and we're working harder than we even were before for our clients, okay? And harder than we were before even educating people on this situation and how to deal with it. Now, it's not the right time for everybody to be on the market. If you are a person with risk factors, and I wanna talk about this, and then again, I wanna jump in real quick, talk about how I feel like this is the 90s out there. I think it's pretty cool. But first off, if you are a person with certain risk factors, okay? Higher risk factors than normal, or, you know, or if you're nervous about it, if you're not in the right mindset, if you're a seller or a buyer, then don't be out there dealing with real estate right now. If you're an agent, don't do it. If you are, so real estate agents don't, if you can't do it, don't do it. You can collect unemployment right now, right? If you are a home buyer or home seller, don't do it. If it's not right for you, just don't do it, it's okay but there is certain people and certain situations where it has to get done and that's why real estate is absolutely essential. Let me tell you a quick yes. let me tell you a quick story I got from Inman. I don't know if you know it. Matt, you know Inman it's a
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: real estate news source in the country, right? So Brad Inman the owner of it told the story the other day on his podcast about how there was about 40 nurses which had flown into an area. I, I don't have that exact area, it doesn't matter. And they couldn't find housing. There was a team of realtors that found them that housing. So that's just one simple example. Now, what about other situations, Matt, where somebody is their lease is up and they have to move out?
2: Uh, Yeah. Well, if their lease is up and they have to move out, um, that I think is the same handling the same as uh, as uh, purchasing a home, looking for a new apartment. Um, Obviously you know, it's a little bit, it's not, the money isn't as serious, meaning like, you know, leases are only, you know, 1500 or $2,000 a month or whatever the lease may be. Whereas when you're buying a house, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to get, well, get the job done. That's, but That's but not what, still you,
1: you, that's oh, not what okay. I was getting at at all. Sorry. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. What I was getting at is there's certain times that are essential to be making real estate moves. If somebody passes away, and they have to sell a vacant I home. I gotcha. you If yeah, somebody yeah. relocated, they have a home here that has to sell. If somebody is about to lose their home, okay, and there's ways to stop that, if you need to know what that is, contact us, okay? We can help you through that. But you, they might have to sell before it forecloses. So what I'm getting into is that there are certain essential things and reasons why people need to be buying and selling real estate at this moment in time. What if they have a kid on the way through this. And I, I know several people that are having kids through this, right. And they live you know, in a two bed house, but they have three or four kids.
2: They have to move or if there's a, or if you have to move because of a job change, like for instance, those nurses have to come in and go to work and somewhere, you know, you, if that, if that has to happen, then you have to, you have to move, you have to do housing.
1: hundred percent, man. So, so definitely. So that's, that's why, you know, it's super important that real estate agents, you know, take the proper precautions are clean. And um, and and guide their clients through this, and are still there. I've noticed a lot of real estate agents fall off. I don't know if you've noticed people in the mortgage industry fall off, but I've seen it in a major way. And our business is actually up about sixty percent year over year on the Despirito team because I think because of that.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think some of the people that weren't prepared for or the naysayers or you know negative approaching people will will get consumed by this pandemic whereas uh you know the, the the top producing part of our job the, whether it's a mortgage in the mortgage business or a closing attorney or a real estate agent um be business as usual um this is an opportunity to be able to help more people um be able to do a better job um be laser focused on exactly what the task is at hand and yep. uh be able to get a good job done you know um and people are really thankful um when the when the result is when we close because they, they know that it's during a pandemic, but we were still able to get the job done and they got a good deal out of it and they got the really great customer service. So I think the gratefulness of customers has been more uh, apparent than ever right now. You know, that people are really, really thankful for that. So, um, you know, we're happy to do it.
1: Agreed, definitely. So I, I wanna, before we cut to a commercial break and Facebook Live, we're staying here, don't worry. So before we do that on radio, I just want to say, Matt, you know what? I was riding my bike around with our team manager, Joe Fazio, yesterday, and we're looking around. We're seeing kids throwing footballs, swinging baseball bats. We're seeing dads throwing pitches, you know, drinking beers with the the neighbors, but, like, you know, keeping their distance. But I'm like, damn, this looks so familiar, riding my bike. (laughs) It looks like the 90s. It was so much fun seeing that. We gotta to cut to a quick commercial break. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Despirito. Feel free to check out desperitoteam.com and like us on Facebook. A ton of great information there. This is News Radio 920, 1047 FM streaming on WHJJ. We'll be right back in a few minutes.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. This is your show all about buying, selling, investing real estate and uh, what to do during good times, bad times. It's your place for guidance. We've got on some area top professionals like Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Melissa Delano with Delano Law and some other really fantastic guests today and on every other show. So thanks for being here with us today. Um, I'd like to shout out to our co-host, Matt Bates. Uh, Matt, Hello, everybody. Happy Easter. You bet, man. You bet. Thank you. And uh, Melissa Delano, thanks for joining us today. I'm sure you are absolutely busy uh, in your office. Things have really not stopped for us at, at Real Estate, which is great right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Happy Easter to everybody. I uh, hope everybody is being well and safe and washing your hands. Uh, we are definitely still moving full steam ahead with getting real estate transactions closed. We've had several transactions still going under contract for buyers who need to buy. Um, yep. So it's an interesting time. I had an agent... Um, assimilate it to a holiday market you know the buyers who are out there are serious buyers they have a need whether they're relocating for work or their you know leases coming due or something that is precipitating an immediate need so those folks are still out there and they're still buying
1: yeah i'm glad you said that we were just talking about the essential reasons why people would have to buy or sell right now and that's one of them that came up you know and uh one of the things that's coming up melissa is that there's there's more pending homes in rhode island single-family, multifamily, and condos than active listings on the market. The demand is still huge, and we looked back 30 days and saw this, okay? We've been talking about this um, last week and this week, and it really hasn't changed, okay? So you have a lot of closings coming up, and the big question that you're getting is, you know, how can people and are they able to be able to close remotely? Is that possible here in Rhode Island?
3: yes so breaking news that as of friday april 3rd the state um, secretary of state and the governor created a remote online notarization approval on an emergency basis for a temporary measure during the covid 19 outbreak so we are absolutely able to do remote closing Um, however there is an onboarding process that is required as a result of that it's not as easy as doing a zoom or a facetime call as I suppose one may have hoped. Um, there's platforms that need to be purchased and onboarding that needs to happen. We need to be approved as remote notaries by the Secretary of State. So we are taking some time. Um however. Um, so we're we're certainly expecting that this is going to be um hopefully onboarded and ready for operation in the next week or two. Mm -hmm. Um, It really depends how far along the attorneys are in the process of the onboarding. I did speak with a colleague who had onboarded with a particular platform. He was lucky. That was one of the two platforms that the state approved, but Mm -hmm. we didn't pull the trigger on any because we didn't know yet which ones the state were going to approve. So that's made it a little bit tricky for us because now, you know, like everybody else, we're behind the eight ball. You
1: know, so this is all, everything is so day by day. What we're talking about today, May not even be where we're at next week, and, and I want to apologize. I think you probably heard yourself talking in the background. I was I was literally just liking people's comments on Facebook, getting ready to answer your <laughs> video started playing. So no you know, problem.
3: I got some feedback, and I was like, I think I know that voice.
1: <laughs> you see me over here like this. That's uh, wow. You know,
3: Melissa any- and surround sound. I love it.
1: So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Melissa, that that's good information. I know there's a lot of people with concerns about showing up at the closing. Can you tell our listeners, like, how the closing process is currently working right now versus how it usually works?
3: Yeah. Um, so right now, again, it's kind of a practitioner's choice as to what we're doing um, there is no state mandate because we are deemed essential as an extension of the financial services. So everybody is still operating business as near usual. We can, um, for me, what we have done in, I think every practitioner is doing this is we're bifurcating the closings. So we are not having the buyers and sellers in the same place at the same time. We're just asking the parties to come separately, yeah. usually about 45 minutes, um, apart so that we have time to disinfect the room after they've left, um, Of course everybody gets a new pen brand new pen either take it with you or throw it away we can't reuse it um lysol everything down of course in between use and we're asking the agents and or the lenders who are not essential not to attend so i think everybody uniform has adopted those measures um for our office and i know some other attorneys are doing the same thing is that we've converted our waiting room area into a conference room Mm -hmm. so when the clients arrive they're basically going right to a table, sitting down, putting their driver's license out. And then we are conducting the closing from the window. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you definitely have at least that six foot distance from space. I'm also wearing gloves and a mask when I have to go and interface with the clients because, you know, that's what we're being asked to do now is cover our mouths. You don't know how this is being transmitted. It could be as simple as talking. I know another practitioner sent me a picture um, recently that he had um, a glass barrier made. So he's on one side of the table behind the glass and his clients are on the other side of the table. Um, and they're passing the (laughs) documents underneath. He offered to have one made and I was like, I think I'm just going to stick with what we're doing because we don't know how much remote, um, access people are going to want to use. I have a lot of buyers that are coming in from out of state in the upcoming month or so. And they're all increasingly nervous about, are they going to make it to the closing table? Do they have to report, you know, their car to the state police? Are there checkpoints? And we really don't know because this is evolving so rapidly, as you mentioned. Yeah. So, you know, we're at a point where we're telling them we're going to have to touch base the week of your closing so that we can give you better directives and better guidance at that time as to what we can and cannot do. And maybe we will be in a position where you don't even have to come to the closing because we may be able to do a remote notarization.
1: Sure, definitely. Wow. So if, if you're just tuning in, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're talking with Melissa Delano with Delano Law, as well as Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. And you know, the real estate industry has been full force. We've been—I uh, don't know if realtors in Rhode Island are deemed essential yet, but you know, we haven't been shut off. Housing is definitely essential, and so isn't the financial and legal aspects of of our world. So. You know, Melissa and Matt are, are still, and our team, we're still going full force, and we were just talking about the closing process and how different it has changed. I mean, Matt, you used to, you and I, right, used to go to closings. I mean, you'd go to a closing, and there would be a table full of people, a room full of people. It's usually a pretty happy day, right? You got yeah. the buyers, right? You got, yeah. usually you got the buyer's attorney, the seller's attorney. You've got the realtors, and you have the sellers.
2: Yeah, things get ironed out, like changing of keys and little, you know, garage door opener codes, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know what day the trash day goes out. But it's crazy how something like this can it can change what we knew to be a common occurrence or you know a common part of the process. And then you know you're changing your con- your waiting room to a conference room. I mean that's pretty resourceful, and <laughs> and it's crazy how 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 that's happened. But it's yeah. necessary, and you know things have changed. It's going to be really weird to go back to a closing table with 10 people at
1: the table. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> that's the interesting question right now. Um, I'm hearing it from a lot of brokerages is what do we think is going to stick as to the new normal? Are we going to, you know, evolve back to where we were or devolve back? I mean, even the remote notarization, we're being told this is a temporary measure, but it was being implemented in 22 states throughout mm-hmm. the country before COVID-19. And then, New England, as a general rule, is kind of a slow follower. So you had New York, um, Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, New Hampshire. Everybody has implemented these sort of emergency policies. So we're in a position where we don't know if this is going to be as temporary as we think it is right now. It'll be interesting.
2: I think the the closing is like uh, if you go to college and you graduate and then you don't walk the aisle, it's like, did it happen? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Did I, I graduate?
2: I don't know. So, like, if you do a remote closing and virtuality and you don't, like, have, like, an official, like, attorney and and everything, make sure everything's signed and it gets recorded and there's no official stamp of approval, like, is this house mine? I don't
3: know. (laughs) It feels (laughs) anti-climatic for sure for those of us who know, but for the people who don't know any different, I guess we'll see. And one piece of breaking news that I think is useful is that we have communities... um, and land evidence records on the town hall level that were not online before that are joining the ranks of being online. East Greenwich joined online today because we were in a complete shutdown in East Greenwich for titles. So that is huge, it's a big relief. Um, Richmond is online, Uh, Pawtucket's now allowing recordings online. So we are making some positive trends as a result of the COVID-19 evolution that's become required that hopefully those will stick.
1: That's fantastic.
2: Hopefully, we never lose the internet.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't there, know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We can't go back to dial-up. I mean, the phone lines are pretty much not even in use, so we're, we'd be screwed, right? So, um, you know, I, I want to leave one, this segment with one thing, right? And it's so funny. Is like uh, we love being at the closings, right? Uh, we do. But in a lot of places in the country, the realtors don't even go to the closings. They, they haven't been, right? And when my team and I, we were um, talking with some people at our HomeSmart International event, and we were telling them how we don't use lock boxes. And the whole room was like, what? So I think uh, there's some changes here in Rhode Island. I think you're going to see potentially, not with the not with a team like ours, but a lot of people are going to result to lock boxes, not showing homes anymore. I think they're going to take the easier way out with a lot of this stuff and leverage technology more. We will leverage the technology, but I think service is definitely important. So there's certain aspects like seeing your clients at the closing table, making sure they get through it. We still want to be a part of that graduation ceremony, like Matt said. Awesome stuff. Melissa Delano with Delano Law. Thank you for being here with us. If you guys have any questions, feel free to post them on Facebook. And if you're listening on the air on radio, 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. Matt Bates, stay right here, bro, because you're going to be on very soon. And uh, we got to cut to a quick commercial break. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. Stay tuned.
0: We'll be right back. Now back to the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM, also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: So we've, uh, you know, this show is all about real estate. It's about buying, selling, and investing in real estate and how to go through tougher times, uh, the good times, the bad times, right? And how to get through it. We're going to take you through there. So today we've got a few special guests with us. We have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage as our co-host. What's up, Matt? What's going on, guys? Hey, man! Great to have you here. Always, always a blast having you on the show, man. And we have Dan Anderson with Green Home Solutions, and Dan Anderson's company goes out and remediates mold uh, and, and other, uh, you know, water type of issues from homes. Dan, welcome to uh, the Despirito Team Real Estate Show.
4: Good morning, Emilio. Good morning, Matt.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Good morning sir. So Dan, I'm so glad to have you here today. People are very concerned about the COVID-19 and, you know, it's a respiratory illness. Um, We want to make sure that people stay as healthy as possible. And in my estimations, you know, between 40 and 50% of homes I go into have some sort of mold. Most of it is not even a huge deal, but there's some houses that have a lot more than others. So as the, the, the molds, uh, Specialist and, and expert that we know, what information can you give consumers about A, why is mold harmful? Like, what is it? Why is it harmful? And B, what is the process and, and potential cost of cleaning it up?
4: Well, mold is a living organism, and they believe it's the second oldest uh, living organism on earth. And we actually earth? need it very badly in the environment. Otherwise, we, it's responsible for breaking down organic matter. We would be buried in leaf, uh, dead leaves, uh, lawn clippings. So it is a necessary part of our world. And it's fine to have it outside, but you just have to do your best to eliminate it or minimize it in your home. Because mm-hmm. mold is an allergen. And it affects people very differently, dependent upon their immune system. If you have a compromised immune system, you are much more likely to be affected by, uh, by the, tox- the toxicity of mold. And mold, they believe that there are 300,000 species of mold. They have presently named about 34,000 of them, but they vary widely. In their toxicity. So the yep. one that everybody knows about is called black mold, uh, yeah. which is tachybotrys, and that can strike down even the healthiest person. Then on the other end of the spectrum would be penicillium aspergillus, which is what they make uh, penicillin out of. It's why sure. the doctor asks you if you're allergic to it when you go to the doctor. So even, even something that is not really really toxic, can have a devastating effect on somebody's, uh, somebody's health. So you want to keep your lungs nice and healthy. Uh, I was, If I was uh, on video, I would have been wearing my respirator, which I carry next to me. I am in my own studio, which is uh, not nearly as luxurious as that at 920 radio. It's the front seat of my uh, F-150. <laughs> uh, I am traveling around doing estimates right now. People are very concerned, and they want us in there to uh, to to get rid of the allergen. And uh, COVID is uh, is respiratory, so it's very similar to it. We treat your home with a green substance, and the substance is actually an enzyme, and it's EPA registered, and it is in fact uh, registered as. Being able to kill COVID, so, so
1: uh, we, hold on one second. We
4: apply it. I'm sorry. Yes,
1: Dan. Dan hold, hold on, bud. So I got a couple of questions for you, Matt. You might have some questions as well. Um, but then, so I want to take it back a second. Now, I thought sure. and a lot of people thought that you had to go in and like bleach mold, right? So what you're saying is, by green, you're saying it's probably more environmentally. Friendly? Is that what you mean and it's probably safer for somebody's health versus breathing in harsher chemicals? I'm just trying to understand
4: Most certainly uh, so the protocols for cleaning mold are Bleach works great on a uh, non-porous surface. It will kill mold, but it will not uh, penetrate and kill the hyphae the roots and in fact bleach is 98 99% water and once the chlorine evaporates you're actually feeding the roots with wow. water and wow, I never knew that to to, uh, to grow uh, it comes back with a vengeance and sometimes it comes back much much worse than before you treated it. Uh, so if you're if you're a certified mold remediator you you do not use bleach uh it can be used in some cases if followed up by using the, uh, the enzyme, as long as you allow it to dry and then apply the enzyme.
1: Understood. Now you also said that your process, your chemical kills COVID-19 if it's on surfaces in addition to mold. Um, that's pretty interesting. That, that is, uh,
4: I, that is correct. However, I just have to, um, change one thing you said it is not a chemical it is an okay. enzyme uh, it is a natural substance made out of prime uh, I don't know all the ingredients they they won't tell me but it's made primarily out of citrus peels and it is not a chemical that's where we differ from all other mold remedies we uh, we use something that is all natural
1: wow that's And awesome.
4: the the EPA, the EPA has done the testing on this and it says that it renders the mold into inert dust. They go further to say that inert dust is no longer even classified as mold, nor is it a health hazard, nor is it an allergen, which is better than dead mold, which is still a health hazard in an allergen. And the testing has been done, and they say it kills COVID-19 as well.
1: Wow, that's great. So Dan with Green Home Solutions, we're uh, so happy to have you on here. If, uh, if you'd like to connect with Dan and you're listening to the radio, feel free to give us a call. We'll connect you, 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. If you're on Facebook and have any mold questions, feel free to type them there. We'll make sure that those are answered. And, again, it's Dan Anderson with Green Home Solutions. Dan, thanks for being here with us. Uh, and, wow, that was some awesome information. I hope everybody stays safe. And healthy, and Dan, happy Easter, my friend. You enjoy. Okay? Happy
4: Easter, Emilio. Happy Easter, Matt. And as always, thanks, thanks Dan. Thanks happy so Easter to you, you
1: too. Thank you, man. All right, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here, Facebook Live. Stay with us. But if you're listening to the radio, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio WHJJ. This is the Spiritual Team Real Estate Show.
0: This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates from Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, good morning. Happy Easter in Radio Land. I'm Emilio Despirito and Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage is with us. I run the Despirito team with HomeSmart Professionals and we are your real estate resource through this COVID-19 situation, right? So we're talking about buying, selling, investing, and we're talking with some industry leaders on how to really leverage the market at this point in time if you are a buyer, seller, or investor. Um, we've got on the line with us again, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, and he specializes in getting people mortgages uh, here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and his company is Nationwide, the number two lender in the country, so they are a huge force. Uh, we're so happy to have him here with us. Matt, The unimp- uh, first off, welcome back to the show, sir.
2: Yeah, thank you, uh, and I hope everybody's making the best of their Easter Sunday,
1: uh, given the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. Get outside, enjoy some sun. If you're with your immediate family, you know, hug them, hold them tight, and uh, thank God for everything that we 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 have here, right? That we take for granted. We, you know, so. But Matt, uh, the unemployment rate continues to change. Now, right now, it's it's Tuesday, uh, April seventh. We're recording this for Sunday because we're not going to be live on here on Easter. By Sunday, by the time that rolls around, I think unemployment's going to be a lot higher, but. What can you tell us about the unemployment rate and what it's going to do to change the mortgage guidelines?
2: Well, the unemployment rate is uh, is a very uh, that that um, that report that jobs report that comes out on Thursdays is a, has a huge indicator on how the uh, uh, mortgage mortgage banks uh, adjust their interest rates and guidelines. And and essentially, is what happens is you know when we go to do a when we go to lock a rate in. We put it into a pool of other rate locks that are similar and the same pricing as far as interest rates are concerned, and then we we start to hedge it against the market. Um, that's how mortgage companies operate on the back end. It's not really a public-facing process, yeah. um, but it, nonetheless, it still happens. And when you start to hedge the loans, if you if you uh, and your and your in your and your uh, all the uh, rate locks that you have as far as the on a company level, and then the unemployment rate keeps ticking up because of a pandemic or a, a recession or whatever, you know, war or whatever are the indicators for that cause unemployment, um, it, it's, 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 it puts banks in a nervous position because they're hedging loans that might not be able to close because we can't close unless the, the consumer has employment uh, secured yep. to be able to pay, pay back the loan. Um, and one of the most uh, one of the most damaging things that can happen is if a customer closes and then they either go delinquent um, on their payment um, on the first one second one or anything within the next first 12 months of the of the mortgage um, it can it can cause an, an enormous amount of red flags for the lender that closed the loan that it follows them through 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 the uh, business, throughout the years because they were closing loans that weren't, weren't good. You know, uh, we were putting people in an an unsafe position as far as their finances are concerned. And we get, we get dinged for that. You know, that follows us around just like our uh, amount of loans closed and the volume and like the ranking of number two lender or number one purchase lender in the state. Like it also follows us around if we write bad loans.
1: So Matt, so uh, let me, let me take it back for a second for our listeners. Right? So they're saying who cares like every listener right no not who cares what you're saying but who cares about the banks right and i want right. to i want to show them why they need to care about this and why this is important because of course everybody's thinking like well if the bank gets dinged or hit how does that affect me look i can't make my mortgage payments right now and you can't blame them right so so right. what i'm what i'm saying what i want to know what the consumers want to know is how does the fact of the matter that banks and servicers are getting smacked around and losing billions and billions of dollars right now from, from, from so many different reasons, I can't get into all of it on the radio show, it'll bore people, but banks are losing a tremendous amount of money right now, and there's not as much money as there was at one point to lend, from what I understand, how is that going to affect our buyers, how is that going to affect the mortgage industry?
2: Well, uh, all right. So let's, th- let's take a buyer that uh, got pre-approved um, working a job uh, in, in construction. Let's just say in construction. They're moving along um, and for the they got pre-approved at the beginning of the year. Now this pandemic hits. Yeah, They've been laid off because the state requires quarantine and only uh, essential workers and all non-essential workers need to stay in place. Yeah. Um, if they're not getting paid, or if they get laid off, and we put them into a thirty-year fixed mortgage with a payment that's at forty-five percent of their debt-to-income ratio, and they're not receiving an income, we've now forced this client to be put in a position where that could be damaging for a, a long-term scale. So okay. just because we're, we, we're like we're in the business of closing loans, but we're also in the business of closing good loans with people, the good people that um, that are not going to be hurt by this of this process. So, not being able to close on a loan because of a guideline change or because of a, a unemployment reason or whatnot is 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 better than putting you in the loan and then not and you not being able to make your mortgage payment. So, we're mitigating this, and and the penalties of banks getting smacked around because of you know uh, uh, loans that are closed that that went default in the first couple of months. That's a that's a uh, that's like a, a punishment to doing what we should have been doing from the beginning which is uh, providing some sort of uh, you know, uh, security for these customers to not put them in a position that they're going to fail in. We oh. want people to go in, We want to put, put people in positions that they're going to succeed and make their payment. Like, that's what we want. Yes. So if, if there's an indicator that says that they're going to have trouble doing that, it, forget getting penalized and getting dinged. Like, that's, the, that's a, a, an afterthought. It's, it's, no, we don't want to do this to this person because this is a bad loan for them at the moment. And it's Whereas if you just saying, okay, Exactly, I, exactly.
1: It's out of your control, Matt. Like no one is purposely writing bad loans, right? right. Why, why would they do that, right? So what I'm saying is this, is that with consumers that are getting a mortgage and then all of a sudden they're out of work, they can get a forbearance on their mortgage, okay? And, and if they're Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, if the mortgage is held by them, okay? And you've got to look up the details. You can go to the spiritoteam.com. Go to resources, click COVID-19, and there's a link there for you, okay? But, Matt, what I what I want to get back at is that I know whenever there's a situation where companies are hit with costs, they are for-profit. They have to keep the doors open. They've got to keep the lights on. They've got to keep their people paid and fed, right? Whenever there's costs getting hit, those costs then are pushed out to the consumer, So if you have a lot of people that are delinquent on, you know, mortgages, or you have people that are, you know, um, the services, uh, the mortgage servicers, that's the person you pay your mortgage payment to, are losing money, hand over fist. What do you think? Do you think that's going to impact closing costs? Or who do you think that or do you think it will impact future buyers? Or who do you think that's going to impact?
2: I think that's going to impact future buyers with interest rates. Uh, you know, I think that um, interest rates get t- ticked up to um, to recover, recover costs. Um, I think that's what, I, in my opinion, um, you know, I may or may not be right. But um, from what I, if I was to answer from what I thought, I think that it would, it, it's going to, you know, if it's not handled properly through the short term phase, I mean, we're at movement mortgage in particular. We're on the long. We're focused on the long game, which yeah. is in business for a long time to help as many consumers as possible, putting them into real awesome homes with great mortgages and customer services is, is extremely important. So that's the long, long term. If we're not making short term decisions to be able to protect the long term game, then you put yourself into a position where. You have to close your doors and you can't help anybody anymore or you got to, you know, whatever the case may be. So as long as everybody's doing the the short term changes to protect the long term goal, then we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't see too much of it. But if everybody starts making desperate decisions to close loans just to close it, to get this customer into a house and all of a sudden they're in bad mortgage and they go default or they go late on their first first or second payment, then now it's going to cause a whole bunch of terribleness that's going to have a long-term effect. Yeah. And I think that plays into interest rates is what yeah. we'll see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's really interesting. Thank you. Appreciate that. I know we haven't like discussed that before, and I know it's kind of a tough question. I think you nailed it, man. And I, I, I agree with you that interest rates are probably, uh, to, to absorb that shock, are probably going to have to go up at some point. But with unemployment going down, I think our banks are going to be in a very tough situation so what I see happening is I see standards on credit scores going up I see the buyers that used to be approved at get this 580 now having to hit 640 or 680 with certain banks with certain certain overlays on certain types of mortgages so if this link language- was- go ahead
2: I was gonna say to, to, before we get too far past that point um uh, what uh, another important topic is that uh uh we can always focus on helping people get there so i don't want to uh turn people away just because they have no. a 620 or a 630 because we can work with each other still to get up into the higher tier it's just yeah. going to be a little bit longer of a process a little bit longer of a yes before mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely not a no it's just not yet let's work on it and make it better
1: mm-hmm. We've definitely done it. Matt, on Radio Land, we've got to cut to a quick commercial break. We can continue this conversation on Facebook Live. Super interesting. I want to give Facebook a story uh, about this situation. Uh, And I think you were actually a loan officer on it. So I'd like to thank Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage for being here with us today, uh, as well as Dan Anderson with Green Home Solutions, um, Melissa Delana with Delana Law, Jack, our producer. And most importantly, our listeners and the desperado team and all of our partners and sponsors, thank you so much. God bless you all. Have a happy Easter. Thank you so much. Hug that family tight. And, uh, and, and don't forget, let's treat this like the 90s. Have fun. Talk with the neighbors. Ride bikes. Let's have a great time out there. Take care, guys. Enjoy.